Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Yeah, coming at you like a Michael Bay upskirt shot. Coming, coming at you like a moose on a highway. What you gonna do? Yeah. While I was waiting, dangerous. while I was waiting for you to get ready, I have uh, there's a Transformers marathon on FX right now. Oh uh, wait, the the show or the movies? The movies. Okay. So uh, I just have it on mute in the background, and so Transformers Two just ended, and Transformers Three just starts. So the first scene you're gonna see Shia LaBeouf. It starts with a with an upskirt, basically. Uh, like there's a the, there's a model chick. With just mm-hmm. an oversized dude's t-shirt on and underwear. And, of course, it starts, like, shooting up the back of her shirt as she's walking daintily to Shia LaBeouf's bed. Well, duh. I mean, like, <laughs> that's what my, that's why Megan Fox complained. Because she's just like, am I a softcore porn star or yeah. am I an actress? <laughs> why is every camera aimed at my vagina? <laughs> it's like, well, duh, because... Like that's what we hired you. Didn't you see the contract? I mean, yeah. we, they, they asked her to send in like not a headshot, but like an ass shot. Yeah, I'm Michael Bay. <laughs> I remember they said they made her gain weight for Transformers Two because she wasn't booty and boobylicious enough. She got a little too skinny. Oh, and he's like, hey, there's a tits and ass clause in this contract. <laughs> that's right. You get a donut. <laughs> Speaking that's of funny. yes, and this is a tangent. Later in today's episode. We're going to talk about video games and comics, but first... But first, I'm going to... Wait, I, I, wait, I have a... You what? Can't, you can't butt first me. I butt firsted. I thought you were setting me up. No, I set myself up. Oh. <laughs> That's like a self-hack, man. Don't you jump. Can't sell, you can't self-serve and hack. All right, it's just don't, not done. Don't You can't jump in on my butt first. All right, butt first right. yourself. I just did <laughs> all the time. All right, so anyways, but first... Uh-huh. Um, since I'm watching these Transformers, I said a long time ago, if any one of our listeners felt like buying me Lone Ranger on DVD and sending it to me, I would I would edit it and turn it from a shit-tastic movie into an awesome movie. Okay. Obviously, I would have to trim most of it, but I would turn it into an awesome movie. That challenge is still out there for anyone that wants to buy me Lone Ranger. Mm. However, if anyone wants to buy me Transformers 1, 2, and 3 on DVD and send send me those, oh, I will God. edit I will edit that into one awesome movie. Really? Yes, it's my editing challenge. So if anyone sends me T <laughs> T1 through 3 since T4 is coming out this summer. Oh, if anyone God. sends me T1 through 3, I will uh, combine the footage and edit it into one amazing Transformers movie. I think I think uh, that already exists and it's uh the the previews for each movie where we were all suckered into thinking that they might be any good mm. it's like all right here's the best two minutes oh my right. god it looks good what why don't we go see it yes i will definitely take the awesomest parts we'll call it trans awesome or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think that i think that might be uh not the porn that you want to watch trans awesome <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> definitely Ladies got a wang definitely more than meets the eye <laughs> Someone's packing a penis. Yeah. Whoop. But, uh, there yeah, it is. so, send me T1 through 3. That's right. It's a trap. It's a trap, Eric. penis. I'll turn it into a good movie, and we'll put it on our, uh, <laughs> and we'll put it online for everyone to enjoy. Um, so I actually have, oh, sorry, did you want to, uh, butt second? When you, <laughs> I don't want butt seconds. I'll take ah, butt first. Sloppy butt seconds. Already Ew. butt firsted. Nasty, dude. Very nasty. So, when, when you were talking about, um, uh, jiggly fatness for a second there. 
mm-hmm. on uh, on Megan Fox, and it made me think of uh, Batman because uh, Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence question mark Hunger Games uh, is that her name? Yeah, yes, that is her name. Good, uh, man. I watched two movies back to back that you probably do not give a crap about: uh, American Hustle and uh, Silver Linings Playbook, like right in a row. Okay, she was awesome. She was great. But in one of them, in um, in American Hustle, she started. Uh, she starred alongside uh, previous Batman, um, Christian Bale. Yes. Who gained some weight for the role, and in the, one of the very first shots of him, his fucking gut is just like hanging out, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, God, look at this guy!" And she literally called him like uh, when she was being interviewed about it. She was like, "I didn't get Batman. I got Fat Man." Because she Whoa. played uh, she played his wife in that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not like yeah, she is a good actress. She's I awesome. Thought, I didn't see American Hustle, but in the previews, she just looks way too young for the role that she's playing. Everyone else is like thirty-eight to forty years old in that movie, and she's twenty-three. Uh, I mean, they kind of work that into her character. Is she a little young to be someone's ex-wife? I know she's still like the guy's wife. That's the whole oh. thing. It's like everybody's like, "Yo, she's way she's way too pretty for you, dude. You need to break up with her." And he's like, "Ah." Mm. Ah. That's the ul- that's the ultimate reason to dump someone. Yo, she's way too hot. You're right. Jumped. What was I thinking? Yeah, and he's like, and every time he goes to be like, ah, oh, but baby, you're totally wrong. Quit like knocking me. She's like, ah, let's just do it. Come on, stop whining. Come on, uh, I come love, over here. I love arguments that end like that. Those are the best kind. Um, no, so so both awesome movies. Silver Linings Playbook, probably the best romantic comedy I ever saw. In my whole entire life, didn't think it was a romantic comedy. I just thought it was this weird, wacky drama about people, um, people who have mental illnesses, which it is. And then wow. it turns into a romantic comedy with the dance contest. And I'm like, all right, typical romantic comedy fair. Okay. The end. I still think the best romantic comedy of all time is Shaun of the Dead. But true. <laughs> I mean, but that, that is a special count, privilege. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't count. <laughs> so I actually have a video game topic question for you. Okay. Boom. So, we all know about Captain N, the Game Master, the cartoon that came right around 1990, where a kid from our Earth gets sucked into the Nintendo lands. That's right. And then he goes. And then here, there he is interacting with the Nintendo characters, and you know, fun times are had. Then, of course, we all know, in the uh, early 2000s, you created Captain S, a fun uh, series where the same thing happens except. Now he is in the land of Sega games. That's right. That was that. That was the ultimate Genesis kids' dream yes. way back in the day. So I was just I was just thinking about this. So here's my topic uh, question here: If you could get sucked, Captain N or Captain S style, actually, we'll just open this up to any platform: PlayStation, Xbox, what have you. If you could mm. get, if you could visit any three video game worlds. Mm-hmm. Which three would it be? And I have to preface this with the fact that you would be visiting those games as Chad from Earth. So, like, you don't, you can't get sucked into, you know, Super Mario Brothers and you become Mario and you have Mario powers. You would just be Chad visiting there. No powers. You're just you. So, keep in mind, you probably don't want to get sucked into Twisted Metal World because you would get run over in five seconds. Well, well hang on. I mean, like... Uh do I get like Captain N's powers? Because nope. he had like no a powers. magic zapper and the nope. D pad that paused time. 
Nope, no powers. You are just <sighs> you. You've got like this portal. You can visit any three video game worlds whenever you want, but you can only pick the three, and then that's it. So you've got to choose wisely. And like I said, if you die, you die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, you can't, you don't want to visit Twisted Metal because that's kind of like post apocalyptic. Cities are burning, you know, grasshoppers jumping on people when you never fucking see her. Uh, so, you know, although that might be cool, probably not really the safest. So, but you could go with some danger also. You know, you probably don't want to visit the land of Cubert because you're just fucking <laughs> hopping on squares in the middle of a void. That's like a nightmare land. Yes. So, you know, you got to be careful. So just because you like a video game doesn't necessarily mean you want to visit said video game world. Word. Okay. All right. Now, I've been now, I've been I've been running out some ideas over here. I'm just well, thinking about this hard. Well, let's alternate here. So, okay. cuz I, you know, obviously I came up with the <laughs> I came so up wait, with the topic, so, so I've, I've thought about it this ahead of time a little bit. So, so you're just going to spring this topic on me while you've been, like, writing notes in your little journal for, like, a week. No, I, I came up with this, like, 15 <laughs> minutes ago. All right. But, but anyways, you're the video game guy. So, like, true. you know, I'm giving you, like, a couple minutes here to think. That's That should be more than enough for you. It's it's true, Eric. It's I mean, my reputation, let's let's face it, yeah. is, uh, is massive. Um, all right. I will just start off. What? With- you're not even going to let me go first? I was you gonna just ask least, me a question. I was gonna give you like two minutes so you could at least think before your first one. But first, that's okay. Go ahead. No, you know what? I butt first at first, so now you can butt first this that's time. That's right. Slam that butt first. We'll just mm. go. We'll we'll alternate back and forth, and I'm I'm gonna give All you right. like when it's my turn because I'm not going first here. When it's my turn, I'll give you my third, and I'll and I'll end with my best one. So. All right, that's very good. It's, all right, so okay. Instantly, right off the bat. I de- I decided on uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> toe Jam and Earl. Imagine <laughs> you're in this crazy fantastical space nightmare planet where everything is out to kill you, but if you can manage to get your hands on a jetpack or a pair of wings, all you have to do is fall off any platform, go to the bottom level, which is an ocean. And fly over to the southwest corner where there's a hole that goes to level zero. And level zero is like heaven. It's it's like the Bible's version of heaven, except like I don't know, like like pimp and gangsterified because there's nothing but like hot hula ladies, infinite snacks at this snack bar, and a hot <laughs> ass sauna wait, with two chicks in it. Wait, I had to jump in there. Because yeah, I totally thought you were going to say something else. You're like, hot hula girls, infinite snacks. I thought you were going to say snatch. <laughs> You're like, hot hula girls, infinite snatch. I love it. Ooh, I was like, all right. Yeah, it's not Whoa, bad. Whoa, hey, watch out. <laughs> and the soundtrack uh, I actually love. So if for whatever reason in this world the soundtrack was actually playing all the time, I would just be like, German, German. See, big girl, big girl. That was going to be my counterpoint. I was like, don't you think the music would drive you crazy after a while? But No way, dude. I mean, like, everybody is moving and grooving to the beats, and I'm still moving. I mean, like, the soundtrack is awesome. I mean, have you heard the one-ups super funk cover of that song? It's great. Mm. So okay. Toe Jam and Earl, that's my, that's my number three. Okay. My number three, we're going Assassin's Creed 2. We're going Ooh. Italy during the Renaissance. Okay. This is the late 1500s, early 1600s. Now, at first mm. glance, you might say, whoa, Eric, why would you go to a place that does not have television? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Now, keep in mind, I have full knowledge of Assassin's Creed 2. I've uh-huh. beaten this game, which is rare for me. 
So I'm going in and I'm smart. I've already known what it takes in this world to be awesome. So okay. it's not going to be hard for me to rob people because mm-hmm. all you got to do is punch a, a couple dudes. You take their money and then you just and when the guards come after you, you just walk in a group of people and they can't see you. <laughs> all you do is blend in with the crowd. Boom. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be robbing people. And here's a great thing. There are whores on every street corner. <laughs> There's fucking whores, man. They're like, yo, you want to whore it up? Because that's what we do. I'm like, yes. Here's the, some money I stole easily. <laughs> Let's get it on. It, so, it, it, only, it only takes like five coins to get them on your side. Oh, yeah. They love that shit. So <laughs> banging whores. I'm stealing stuff easy from people. I know. Now, clearly, I said I am Eric. I'm visiting. So I can't scale buildings like Ezio can. I don't mm-hmm. have superpowers in here. I could climb one building and it would probably take me an hour. <laughs> and I'd fall <laughs> off and get tired or something. So obviously I can't do that. But I know also if you run, I can run for hours. And so I could outrun any of those uh, guards because they all give up as soon as you go around like two corners. Yes, true. So so I'm not getting any sword fights because I don't want to die. But I can just sucker punch the shit out of people, mm-hmm. steal their gold coins, buy some hulas, And then I could settle down for a nice uh, house in the countryside. You steal a horse, of course, mm-hmm. and go out there. And there's plenty of nice little houses out there to pick from. And whenever I needed some more coin to come in, knock on. By the way, I knock on Leonardo da Vinci's house. Be like, "What up, Leo? Why don't you make mm-hmm. me some shit, dude? Like a, <laughs> you know, like a high-powered hang glider or like a six-shooter gun, so I can be the first one with one of those. You know, mm-hmm. give me one of those wrist knife things that you're gonna give Ezio because I want that. So I got my own fucking. Uh, Who's the guy in James Bond? Q? Oh, yeah. I got my own Q making me weapons and fun recreational shit, so I don't need a television. Word. I'm going to live the good life. That Boom. sounds pretty That sounds pretty awesome. I mean, like, until until the Templars come for you. They ain't coming for me. They, dude, they'd be like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? How does he know, like, the things of the future, and he's too good with, like, money and hookers and stuff. He must have a piece of Eden. we got to take him down. Nah, there's plenty of people out there that are just making a living. They're going to leave me alone. I'm not going to make any trouble. I'm just so doing if- small stuff. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing those little small missions. Okay, okay. So, you know, like, so the assassins would come to you to be like, yo, we need, like, some cover for this one. Yeah, I'm not going to assassinate anyone. If you want to, you know build some kind of hideaway in my basement you know that's fine we can work on out an agreement <laughs> you know i'll be like a, i'll contribute money to the thieves mm-hmm. guild but i ain't gonna be a full member okay so they're just gonna be like one of those little like uh symbols on my door that no one else knows what it means but a thief means yo he's part of the brotherhood you leave mm. this guy alone cool but i could uh, scratch out a good life there okay. and and horse <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I, I, I see that, Eric. That's fun. You know, living living in the past. But why don't we live in the future? Okay. All right. I would go to the world of Mass Effect. Ooh. That's right. That sci-fi fantasy world that before all the frickin' neckbeards ruined it with their protests of the ending of the third game. Fucking hardcore gamers at their worst. Everybody was calling it this generation's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome and guess what humans are awesome in this game all right so it's like it takes place on these multiple worlds where there's all these different uh like aliens you know like getting together like star trek and star wars you know where you like talk to people and get missions and humans are like they're like the new kids on the block so they uh they uh let's see they um they 
they infuse like their brains with this tech that gives them magic. So I'd just be mm. like walking around being like, I'm a biotic god with this magical tech stuff and making stuff happen, making explosions come out of thin air. And you get like, if you join up with the uh, with the human uh, marines, which I would, you get like body armor and access to like weapons that like stick to your back in this weird whoa, configuration. Whoa. Wait a minute. You're going to join the marines? Yeah, dude. Well, if you're going to then- be... No, no, no. As soon as you join the Marines, your freedom is over. Like, now you gotta, like, jump. You're at the front line during battles and stuff. Like, you're not gonna enjoy vacation, dude. You're gonna die. This ain't, va- this ain't vacation, man. You're gonna, know, join, yeah. you're gonna join the Marines, dude? You're not a Marine. You're gonna die. Remember, you're still Chad from Earth here. That's okay. That's alright, because I've played lots and lots and lots of video games. I'm ready to shoot things and uh, use some magic. And this would be the best, because, because like, um, unlike... Like, very much like the Halo universe, your shields totally recharge after a couple seconds in Mass Effect. So, like, you could take, like, a couple hits here or there, dodge behind some cover, unlike all your friends that just run straight in, and then once your shields recharge, you jump back into the 4A. All right. I, you know, I, like I said, I, I want to live. So, you're taking a little risk there, but I respect it. You know, it's like not all vacations uh, are, like, about, like, sitting in a sauna with hula girls. You know, it's about, mm-hmm. like... It's like a working vacation where you're like, you know, letting off some steam. That's true. Yeah. Like I said, you know, every time I want to go visit my Italian villa, I jump in and visit Assassin's (laughs) Creed. Well, it's funny that you said that Mass Effect is like a modern day Star Wars because that's where I'm going in my next game. Wait, wait. Which Star Star Wars game? See, I'm going specifically Star Wars Battlefront 2 because you visit a ton of worlds and you visit two different eras. You right. visit the original trilogy, and then you visit the prequels. Mm. So here's what I'm doing for Star Wars Battlefront 2. I've got it all mapped out. Because I right. still am Eric. I'm a nobody, okay? So, you know, I just hop aboard a freighter, get a trip over to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet. And we're going to hang out there long <laughs> enough to save a Wookiee's life. So right. he owes me a life debt. Right. Okay? So he's basically your slave. Yes, Wookiee slave. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him, yo, bring your whole family. Oh, not so the family. I got the Wookiee. Well, no, we're, we're not talking like eight-year-olds. They got to be adults. Okay. Or, or I'll be like, yo, you got to bring your whole family or just like or just bring one dude. Like bring one other Wookiee dude that wants to have a blast for life. Mm. So I got my two Wookiees, a.k.a. bodyguards. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to Coruscant, okay? And I'll be like, okay. yo, guys, I got a hot tip for you. How much you pay in for hot tips? check it out the rebels they're on hoth boom (laughs) i'll be taking my money now by the way there's a shield bunker and don't when you use hyperspace don't hyperspace and come out of it too close to the system or they'll fucking put their shields up okay so come out a little bit farther away don't fucking uh, you know overdo this not my fault pay me my money son Mm -hmm. so now i got all this fucking cash because i sold out the rebellion damn okay so now I go back in time to Naboo, okay? And I go mm-hmm. find uh, Queen Amidala, yeah. yeah. And, okay. uh, and you know, she is hot, but she's fucking stupid. It's like the best combination. So I'll be like, yo, Amidala, <laughs> yo, I want to be with you, but I probably shouldn't. There's, like, rules against it, but my love <laughs> burns for you. And she'll be like, oh, that, I, I'm totally sold. Let's go screw. So I'll be like, all right, and I'll, I'll get married to her in this mm-hmm. like forbidden ceremony 
So oh, yeah. now with your, I, with your weird robot hand. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna get a robot hand. So, anyways, right. uh, I got my, I got uh, Amadala here. Okay, I got Natalie Portman. So now mm-hmm. I go to now she's she's worth a little bit of scratch, and I still got some money left over from selling out the rebels. So I take that money to Camino, and I give them Princess Amadala, and I'm like, Yo, I want 17 clones of Natalie Portman. <laughs> Boom, Camino, bang out 17 clones to Natalie Portman. Bam, baby. So now I got my two Wookiee bodyguards, my 17 clones to Natalie Portman. Okay, so I'm doing pretty good for myself. Now I'm going to go retire to Endor. Okay, so now, well, actually, technically it's a moon of Endor, I guess. You know, everyone calls it Endor, but it's a moon. Fuck it, whatever. You go over to Endor. By the way, did I tell you I brought a translator droid a really shiny one so i land there the fucking ewoks think he's a god so they instantly love me i'm like yo put me up in the master bedroom treehouse so i don't gotta make it and just fucking take care of me all the time i got my two wookies they're not gonna rip any arms out of the sockets as long as you listen to me and my golden god and my 17 natalie portman sex slaves Wait, wait wait what what if there was a plot twist and it turned out that you uh, you actually got the Queen's bodyguard. So you didn't want it with Natalie Portman clones. You totally had the chick from Pirates clones. Oh, Kira Knightley. That's right. Uh, you know, Kira Knightley's not bad. It's just a little bit on the skinny <laughs> side, a little too skinny. But, you know, she's not bad. You know, she's kind of hot. But, uh, you know, if I did that wrong, it'd be return to center. I'd go back and get Amidala. Um, okay. Maybe she could bring one Kira Knightley with her as the bodyguard, and then maybe okay. I'd bang that one on the side. And if they got a problem with that, I'll just you know <laughs> dump a couple clones out. So of course, Endor, it's pretty safe place except for those like fucking ugly ass warriors from those uh, Ewok movies. Oh yeah, dude, they would harass you and well, take and no. enslave your people. We'll jump on them, and I got Wookie bodyguards, yo. So we're going to go take the wiki bodyguards and fucking kill those guys. That ain't going to be a problem. And the Ewoks are going to be on my side because they're ton, ton, tired of being those guys' bitches. So now you're thinking, well, Eric, you know, you're still kind of a dick because you saw the rebellion. Well, check it out, man. The Empire was going to go there anyways, and I know that eventually the rebellion's going to come to Endor. I'm there first. They get there, like, yo, guys. Why don't you stay in my uh, master treehouse? You can help me here. I know the shortcut way to the shield bunker. You know, I'll help you get in there. We'll we'll ring it full of, you know, little Ewok warriors. I'll help you out there. Boom. Then they end up still saving the day. Now I'm like rebellion hero. They just call me a general. I got the good life. I got Wookiee bodyguards. Natalie Portman's all over the place. I got my own little Ewok butlers. And I got money and I'm a hero of the rebellion. Can we, can we, can yub yub, <laughs> motherfucker, yub yub. <laughs> Natalie Portman's all over the place. <laughs> all over the place, baby. That's Seventeen like, of them. That's like if if any of them like um like wherever like murdered, you know, the detective coming to the crime scene and be like, yo. We got Natalie Portman's all over the place. There's 17 of them. One of them's always got to be in the mood. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So tell me that's not the best. I just fucking mapped that shit out. And, of course, at that point, if I want a vacation, you know, I could probably vacation somewhere, too. You know, like, I'll call up my buddy Lando, mm-hmm. go to Cloud City for a little bit if I want to, but I got the good life. So, boom. That's where I would go. That- <laughs> <laughs> I, think, wait, wait. I-, I think we devolved. This conversation from like video game worlds you would go to to my ultimate Star Star Wars fan fiction starring me. I'm just saying technically it counts because Battlefront 2's got all those planets. <laughs> and it's got all those planets and eras. So I'm told oh, I can totally do this. 
All right, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, I like it. And and like I said, the rebellion never got to know that I ratted them out on Hoth. All they know is I helped them save the day in Endor. I like it oh, better the, better than any of the prequels. Oh, and the only difference is, you know how in uh, in in Return of the Jedi and Endor, you know the Empire that huge fucking satellite dish and they blew it up. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. We ain't blowing that shit up because I'm getting television <laughs> on that bitch. I'm getting all the channels for free. Oh my god, Eric! With your with your evil influence, you'd have those Ewoks like drinking Coca Cola and like glued to like televisions. Like soon there'd be like an obesity epidemic. No, they'd be like my own little Oompa Loompas, man. They'd love me and they'd do whatever and work for free. Damn. All right, all right. I can dig that. I, I can dig uh, slavery of uh, of a race that's lesser than you. No, they um, they're choosing to do it. More like indentured servants. <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing about the Oompa Loompas was like Willy Wonka's like, well, a factory ain't gonna run itself, so he goes to deepest, darkest Africa where there's these dudes running around, these little like midget pygmy dudes, and he's and it's exactly the same thing. He was he was smart, he's just like, All I gotta do is like save their butts once and they're gonna be my slaves forever. And don't, I'm gonna relocate them to my reservation factory. Don't you and know it. make chocolate. That's how you do, man. Damn. So that's pretty amazing there, uh, so, so over to you. So Willy Wonka is totally a slave owner. Oh yeah, I think we've I think we've touched on that before. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like one of the Oompa Loompas escapes from the factory and writes this book. Twelve years, a chocolate slave. Well, keep in mind, like he did help them out. Like there was like a natural predator that went after Oompa Loompas, and uh, you know they love chocolate, so they were they were having you know a little more security to their lives, and they got to do what they like to do. So. And then Willy Wonka's like, and I'm just going to speed up your evolution to its most natural peak. Yeah, I think it was a win-win <laughs> for everybody. It's nuts, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I think this is my number one. Yes. All right, here we go. I would go to The Curse of Monkey Island. Oh, good choice. I had considered this. See, this is the third game in the series, the Monkey Island. And in this piratey world where everybody seems to be a pirate... Things aren't taken too uh, too seriously. That's true. They have this thing where, uh, all right. So if you're if you ever get boarded, if you're on the open waters and your boat gets boarded, you can duel to the quote unquote death with another pirate captain, not with swords, but with insults. That's right. We're talking insult sword fighting. And so the thing is, if you can be the nastier, rhymier insulter, you will totally whoop them and claim victory. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. So, like, all you need to do, all I need to do is, like, all right, study all the best curses, insults, and yo mamas of all mm. time. All time. Get that okay. deeply embedded into my brain. And some Australian insults, too, for the horrible fourth <laughs> sequel to that terrible game. Um, and then I'm set. I could defeat all the pirates on the seven seas. I would become, like, the, the commander of, like, all, like, pirates ever. It'd be great. And then I just kick back and let everybody do all my pirating for me. It's not bad. Sounds like a fun life. Swashbuckling. Swashbuckling. With an insult. <laughs> yes. Rhyming. I, you know, if Eminem was ever like a, like like an insult pirate, he would just be he would just clobber everyone because he can rhyme he can rhyme orange with like nine different things. Right. He's done it. He's done it in several interviews. He's like, why do people keep asking me this? <laughs> It's like if you, it's like yes, he's he uh, like look this up. Eminem 
Eminem rhymes with orange, and he basically like, look, you can rhyme anything with fucking orange. It's stupid. You just break down the word into two separate rhyming things, and then it's fucking easy. And he's like, boom, 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 and just knocks it out. Hmm. That works. Just saying. Anyway, secret monkey, curse of monkey island. That's it. I like it. Okay, but it's not as good as this one. Now let's hear it. This is gonna make total sense. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going with the Wii version of Mario Kart. Okay. Now Mario Kart, as we know, has got a shit ton of levels. Right. So this opens up the world for me. So here's what I do: I show up there as mild mannered Eric. Well, not really mild mannered, but now I go to Coconut Mall first. Mm-hmm. Now let's face it. Who fucking runs this mall? Like, mushroom people? I guess, or yeah. me's. Yeah, so I go there, beat the shit out of them, and just fucking rob all the stores <laughs> in the Coconut Mall. What is the currency in Mario Kart? Gold coins, bitches. So I'm just taking as much gold coins as I need from Coconut Mall, because there ain't no fucking Mario cops to stop me. <laughs> so I'm robbing every store in Coconut Mall, get myself a nice outfit while I'm there. Got okay. all this money. Use this money to buy my way onto the Mario Kart racing circuit. Ah. You know, I, I, I can fucking buy out somebody. Waluigi, maybe. Like, yo, I want your okay. off-roader. I want your spot in the race. He's like, okay. Ah. So now I got myself a race on there. Guess what? Every time you race a circuit, if you come in first, you get a trophy. True. Oh, man, I'm going to take that gold cup. It's got to be worth something. I'm going to melt that shit down. I'm going to start piling up the earnings until mm-hmm. all of a sudden I can afford whatever. Maybe I'll say, yo, Wario, I'm going to make you a deal. Uh, here's a bunch of gold. You sell me your gold mine. Yeah, it's a mm. shitty racing level. But remember, that shitty racing level is called Wario's gold mine. So now I okay. own the gold mine. So now I'm just raking in the money. I'm having a great time racing. Let's face it. It's it's a, what I wish I could do most is race on these Mario Kart courses. <laughs> so I'm having a great time as a racer. But, it, you know, my real uh, profession is thief because <laughs> no one can stop you there from stealing gold mm-hmm. coins or just melting down your trophies. Now think about this. You can really fucking do anything. I'm going to buy a nice mansion in Peach Gardens. Okay. It's a real nice place to hang out. I'm going to go to Shy Guy Beach, except I'm going to tell the pirate ships no more bombing the fuck out of it. <laughs> so now I'm at Shy Guy Beach, and you know I'm kicking out and having a good time. You know, Coconut Mall has finally recovered from, from me stealing, so I can, you know, I can go to the mall if I want to. Mm-hmm. I can vacation at Koopa Cape. You know, they got some nice uh, uh, tunnels that go under the water. That's kind of fun. Um, you know, Moo Moo Meadows, if I really want to get back to my hick roots, you know, I can hang out there. It's like, now obviously I'm going to stay the fuck away from Bowser's Castle. Right. And Grumble Volcano. Cause probably, I, probably the Rainbow Road, too. Yeah, yeah this just make me sick. But I mean, I could even go to DK's Jungle. Or let's face it, the ultimate place to go would be like DK Summit and just mm. learn how to snowboard. Mm. Just fucking snowboard with those little dudes with the red hoodies and the Jason hockey masks. I mean, you could be one of those guys. I'm just going to hang out with them, man. So I snowboard all the time. That's uh, in the off-season of Mario Kart Racing. Mm-hmm. And I've got my own gold. And, by the way, I knew you'd say, well, it's got to be tough to hang out with all those weirdos. Boom, I would just bang Rosalina. <laughs> like, yo, what's up, Rosalina? <laughs> You're tall. I'm tall. you got to be sick of these fucking uh, Goombas. <laughs> Let's get it on. Dude, Bam. dude if, 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 you, if you had played Mario Galaxy, you would know never, ever to stick your dick in Rosalina. Oh. Because she's, bas- she's basically... Th- God. Oh, she, yeah. She, 
She's the creator of the universe and all the stars. Like in the in the game, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like new stars. Yeah, she kind of does that. So like every single stars. And guess what? We're made out of stardust. So she basically made everything. That's perfect. I'm gonna bang her. What if God was my girlfriend? <laughs> Boom. And obviously, you know, it's good to know I probably can't dump her. But I mean, let's face it, I'm gonna be a little bored. I don't have my 17 Natalie Portmans in this level. I don't have my mm. whores from uh, Assassin's Creed 2. I gotta get sex somewhere. So Rosalina, she's uh, she's nominated. Dude, just just put a wig on, uh, you know, Waluigi. Yeah, not <laughs> happening. But I'm saying, I, I've, I'm really, I'm, I get my my profession. I get the race all the time. It's gonna be fucking mm-hmm. awesome. And I've got all these worlds I can vacation on. That's Boom, true. That's pretty cool. Baby. Boom. That's how it's done. All right. All right. So, I mean, like, there's still danger. I mean, there's still like you could take a lava bath. But in most of these levels, there's the uh, the little uh, the little dude on the cloud with the fishing hook who's gonna like save you from falling off like to your death. Yeah, I'm not going to any ones where I could fall to my death. So I ain't going to Wario's gold mine. <laughs> I'm not, you know fuck the mushroom gorge, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'm gonna have a designated driver if I go to Maple Treeway. You know if, if Rosalina's like, oh I want to go see. I like the seasons. I want to see the leaves turn in the fall. We'll go to Maple Treeway. You know turn into like a date. Mm. You know, let her do that, and then I'm gonna get wasted. I'm gonna go to Moonview Highway and just fucking run people <laughs> over. <laughs> you, know, you know, dude, we never ever did that. Why the hell would like we should just race backwards on that track? So we're racing with the traffic and not against it. Mm, that would be fun. We just like destroy people. And we would just have to make it, like, all right, everyone race backwards. Like, as soon as the race starts, everyone turns around, and we just have to use the honor code to see who can finish three laps first. Huh. As soon as you finish your third lap, you just call it. But I got it, and see who could win. We got to do that the next time. The next time we get together, we actually have to do that. That sounds like the best idea ever. That sounds like fun. Could we, like, videotape it? Because that would be hilarious. I think so, too, man. We should record it and stuff. I mean, they don't eventually turn you around, right? They just keep that annoying sign that says turn around, but they just keep going... Yeah, basically. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that complicates a little bit, blocks a little bit of your vision, but I still think you could do it. No, that'd be awesome. And you could see all the the bomber trucks coming. Exactly. Right there with you. Avoid those. If only there was a way to like knock those into people, that would actually be the best. Hmm. I, I I was I was telling you at Magfest, I had the greatest run on that level of all time, all mm-hmm. time. Didn't hit a single car. Hit every single turbo pad. I was, uh, wow. I was sure it was because I was racing against Michael Flynn, and I was like, yes, I have to turn out the juice. Yeah, man. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Mm. If uh, I can I can choose, I could go to Shy Guy Beach or go to Peach Beach. I just got to uh-huh. – well, those ducks can be a bit of a pain. But if you go to, like, that that little cove, that bay in the middle of the level, the the, mm-hmm. the ducks aren't there. I mean, you got to you gotta get the Shy Guy pirates to bomb the shit out of the ducks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come, uh, come over to this harbor. That's true. Exactly. Just bomb that crap out of them for like a week. And then you could have all Mario's gold. And you know, in Delfino Square, they look like they got some nice shops along the waterfront. You know, I can go check them out, see if it's fun. You know, want to watch some awesome uh, sports, I'll go to Waluigi Stadium, see some monster trucks tear each other apart. Mm. I'm telling you, man. I just got to, you know, stay away from Bowser. <laughs> stay away from those fucking castles. I may never come out of those. Dude, and never never invite me into the world with you because I will make you look like a fool. Well, you can go on vacation at Dry Dry Ruins. What? While I hang out at Shy Guy Beach. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll go to Dry Dry Ruins and have a good time. Yeah, 
you have fun with that. I hope you get hit by one of those roving tall fire things. <laughs> Dude, those would be like my buddies. Like they usually are. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, nobody can fuck with me on the Rainbow Road. <clears throat> yeah, you can have that one too. So yeah, those I are could. the three places I would visit. And I would be very curious for many of our uh, listeners uh, what three three video game worlds they would visit. Just keep in mind, and post this on our Facebook page too, where you'd go. Because, you know, there's probably some awesome places I haven't thought about. But keep in mind, you're going as yourself. So mm. you don't have any super skills or powers. You have to go there and you just have to like make that world work for you yeah. so don't just say you'd go there tell us how you'd succeed i don't think you can get any better than level zero and toe jam and earl because like really that's like the goal of the game is not to win and you know make it through all the random ass levels and find all your space parts and leave it's to get to level zero hang out and press reset on the game i guess but i'm just talking about 17 natalie portman's on endor yo <laughs> wookie bodyguards ewok slaves boom, boom, bam. i can see how that could work previous yeah. knowledge always helps out that's what i'm saying you beat you play these games you beat them so you already that's that's the one thing you bring with you into these worlds knowledge son mm. so you got to use that shit you got to figure stuff out i mean if you were really good at mike tyson's punch out you could go in there and just destroy everybody that's true. I mean, I think Captain N tried to do that one time and it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, they're still boxers. That that would suck. And then you come yeah. back like brain damaged. <laughs> so, or you'd forget. You're like, shit. What am I supposed to do? What's the King Hippo yeah. thing? Bomb! He punched me out. <laughs> one punch, you're done. Yeah, pretty much. So let me oh. tell you. So I got a thunder dub for you. Okay. It, uh, I have been reading the crap out of this comic book series called Invincible. Hmm. So it was long. I like I I saw a cover for this comic years ago, years ago, because it came out in um, came out I want to say 2004, and uh, it's it's gone it's it's gone to like 100 130 episodes, maybe more than that uh, issues, excuse me. But it's great. It's awesome, dude. Uh, so the the whole setup is uh, in all right. So imagine instead of uh, Krypton, aka Superman's Krypton. Yep. Instead of Krypton blowing up, uh, imagine if the Kryptonians, with all their crazy superpowers, uh, actually decided to go um, spread across the galaxy, like giving their gifts, like bringing their their society uh, societies of other worlds up to like their peaks. And mm. so, and so, one of these uh, Kryptonian agents lands on Earth, uh, and then. Proceeds to kind of forget his mission, uh, raises a family, and has a kid, and uh, that's basically the setup for the comic. Is like his kid uh, is coming of age, and he's starting to develop superpowers. Hmm. Uh, but he knows his dad is like the number one superhero in the world, Omni Man. Okay. And it, it, the, I mean, the comic is just super nerdy. It's great. Uh, you know, there's like there's all these kinds of uh, references of characters. You know, Marvel, DC. Instead of the Justice League, there's like Guardians of the Globe, and mm. um, and throughout it all, it's like it's it's really kind of tongue in cheek. It's not like ultra zany, but it's really actually funny. You know, okay. it's, it's kind of like where comics are. Some comics are today, where they're like they just throw it out the window. Let's just be silly for some moments. Right. Uh, back in 2004, like the, we were kind of hurting for that kind of material. Oh, I'd stop you again. I just saw another upskirt shot on Transformers 3. Oh, God. Stepping out of a low Lamborghini, baby. 
Woo! Straight up that dress. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, <laughs> I have a feeling you're kind of ignoring me until this is over. <laughs> no, no, I have a TV right above this, so a lot of times I just put it on mute because I just like to have something on in the background. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's right. Until I stop talking, and then you're like, okay, back to the good part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, the, the uh, another part that I really enjoyed about this comic is that there's blood and gore. Lots. It's still like, still, it's kind of like PG-13, but superheroes kill each other. <laughs> people. Oh, okay. Pe- people die horribly terribly and uh and uh it seems it seems to be that like uh because it's like this totally new universe this totally new world they have to establish everything every character needs to be established they can't just be like oh look it's the martian manhunter and everybody understands who that is no they have to like make one so uh it'll be like one episode uh you know at a random adventure that deals with the main plot then uh, somewhere in there, they'll sit, they'll like plant the seeds for a supervillain or a superhero of the future, and they'll okay. do this every single issue. And so there's like all these like arcs of like stories that eventually come to uh, fruition or conclusion, like way the hell down in the in the storyline. Like maybe like five issues later, maybe like ten issues later. Like I'm mm. I'm still waiting for like like. Um, somebody who was introduced and something that had nothing to do with the main character at the time to come back uh maybe like 20 issues down the line so that's cool so lots of lots of superheroes like superheroes like punching somebody through the chest and you see like their spine and like organs go flying out the other end oh yes it's like yeah it's like like that and the humor and just like the great storylines are like it's kind of like what I always wanted to see in like like a real Superman comic, except that like on like the Superman of two thousand four, this guy was just starting out and just like you know growing into his powers. And there's some pretty awesome plot twists that I will not go into, but they're definitely worth your time to check out. Okay, now with you don't have to answer this if it spoils too much, but when people mm-hmm. die, do they say dead? Uh, sometimes. Okay, all right. So you don't have to get into it then. Well, that sounds pretty cool. I want to check it out. I actually uh, have a comic book review of my own. Oh, wait, wait. I, 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 can, oh, can sorry. I keep going on that? So, yes, sometimes meaning like, yes, some people stay dead as doornails, and uh-huh. and no, some people are immediately brought back for whatever reason. Uh, but it's always a cool reason. It's never like a lame-ass like, ha-ha, I am back kind, oh, okay. of a, kind of a deal. It's always cool. All, all right. right. and The end. How how many uh how many issues have been there? Would you say? I've just, tons, tons. Okay. Uh, at 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 least uh, maybe like a hundred fifty. So it's still issues. running. It, I believe it's still running. I, I don't quote me on that, but I believe so. Is this Marvel, DC, Independent, Dark Horse? It's um it's Image. So Image, okay. I- Image Comics. So actually. Um, what you call it for like for like one issue, the Savage Dragon showed up, and I was like, dude. You know it's Image when they loan out the Savage Dragon for something that's, like, decent. That's true. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, start, actually, it started in 2003 and still going, I All think. Right. Hmm. I'll have to check that shit out. Never heard oh, it. It's really good. Nice. You, you definitely dig it. Well, I do have a uh, comic a r- a review also. Okay. And this would be, you know, how we are huge Judge Dredd fans. And, uh... You know, the movie was awesome, didn't do well enough, so they're probably not going to do a sequel, so they just made a sequel comic book. Okay. Called Dread Underbilly. 
and it, it came out <laughs> in the. I don't want to see Dred's underbelly. Well, you know what it is like the underbelly of the city. Yeah. So, anyways, it came out in the UK last year, but it just came out in the US, uh, you know, this week. And so, of course, I instantly bought it. Mm-hmm. And it was only two ninety nine on Amazon, and uh, so I was like, "Yeah, give it to me." And ironically, as I read it today, I got a Judge Dredd T-shirt in the mail from you. So thank That's you very right. much. <laughs> you got me a T-shirt. Just says, "I am the law." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, dude. So, sometimes, sometimes you don't need like a, a a crazy intricate design on a shirt. You just need a couple words. It was awesome. It was so weird that I got the "I am the law" T-shirt the same day I was reading the Dread sequel. So awesome! I was like, "This is so sweet." So, anyways, yeah. So this is a, a sequel to uh, the Judge Dread movie, and cool. uh, from 2012, and it's pretty cool. My, the only bummer is, is just it's 37 pages on my Kindle, and that's it. Oh, so okay. you know, it's not like a it's not like a mini series. It's just one comic. Mm. Uh, so it's like it's cool, but it just leaves you wanting more. But it's nice, like obviously Dred's in it, and uh, you know Anderson, the rookie, she's uh, she's in a little bit and stuff. And now that Mama's gone, they're like there's this new drug. It's not slow mo and stuff, but it's even worse. And uh, it involves some of the mutants. Mutants are trying to get in from the uh, like the Outland worlds mm-hmm. um, into Mega City One. It's kind of like almost like a like a metaphor, like a Mexicans trying to get across the border kind of thing, uh. with with some shady people getting them in there and then making them work to mm-hmm. to uh, free themselves. So there's a mutant storyline in there, but it's pretty cool. Like there's uh, a lot of killing, and uh, Dred's got some some pretty good lines, and uh, so I liked it. I was like cool. I was I was pumped. It was just you know it only took ten minutes to read because it's it's a it's a one off story. It's thirty seven pages, so I was just like oh I wish I was more. But hopefully like a shit ton of people buy it. And, you know any good press you can get for Judge Dredd. I'm just saying make another movie. Yeah, dude, so good. Yes, make this happen. So yeah, Dread Underbelly. It was pretty cool. Uh, definitely recommend it if you like if you like that movie. Like I said, it was only two ninety nine. Uh, if you legitimately buy it, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. Judge Dredd lives on. Cool. All right, it's, it's that time, Eric. What's it's, that? It's that, it's that time I look through everything that the maniacs have been posting on our Facebook wall. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff recently. I, I like it. That's right. So, the, uh, long-time listener, Victor, sent us a link hoping that he would shame us because we referred to the character Captain Marvel as Shazam last week when we were doing our review of Justice League War. But then on the very same page that he posted, which is TV Tropes, which you just get lost in, just like clicking on links over and over and over again, uh, it said from the Woodside, and I quote, As of the official 2011-2012 relaunch of DC, Captain Captain Marvel is now officially named Shazam. Boom, baby, you know it. And that's why yeah. we call him that because we don't want to be we don't want anyone being confused with the Captain Marvel from the Marvel universe. And I'm sure that's what DC was thinking too. It's like how it's like no in Marvel the Marvel universe doesn't have a superhero named Captain DC. <laughs> like they don't want to advertise the other guys. So it's like it was silly for DC to have a Captain Marvel guy. In fact, I think I read in the history of the names that they created that one to just fucking tweak Marvel before they could do it. Yeah, well, it was like, uh, it was it was created by somebody, um, and and the guy had like adventures, Captain Marvel, yada yada yada. Then there was like another entity that sued the crap out of them because they had claim uh, they claimed the name, and so that 
the character died out and the uh, copyright was allowed to just relapse. Mm-hmm. And then DC snapped it up because they were the ones that, that, uh, that were just all over this guy's uh, junk, I guess. And now, and now they officially like have just like gone back on it. I think that's what happened with the Huntress too. Like I think that um, Marvel originally created the Huntress, but it was the uh, Mockingbird character. Oh. And they called her Huntress and just for like a couple one-offs, and then uh, then they left it alone. Then DC obviously created the Huntress, and then when they came back, they changed the character and they renamed her Mockingbird. Hmm. I think. But uh, interesting. You know, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, but talking about Victor, he has a Digimon podcast. That's so true. Anyone that is a fan of the Digimon needs to go check out uh, Digimon podcast because these guys are. It's on iTunes, and they're just breaking down uh, every episode of Digimon. It looked like so. I checked it on iTunes for like a second. Um, yeah, it's what? called it's it's called the Digimon Rewatch. The Digimon Rewatch. So. You know, a Digimon was actually a cartoon that I haven't, uh, and I missed. You know, I mm-hmm. actually didn't. I mean, I was aware, but I saw it and I heard the, you know, the the song all the time and stuff. But I never watched that one. But if if you guys are fans of Digimon out there, I'm sure that Victor is going to give you a pretty cool uh, perspective of the of the cartoon, and you know, you'd probably be curious to hear what he has to say about it. So, I like I like this podcast. Yeah. I was uh, you know, I was a huge Digimon fan because at the time, it was like. You know, it was like Pokemon in a lot of ways, but then it was very different. It was very much like like you watched Mon- Monster Rancher, right? And you were telling me how like the characters were cool, and you know, like they did so much uh, different things. There's more mature themes. Yeah, they killed people. Yeah, same same thing in Digimon. I feel oh, okay. like there were there are very there are a lot of parallels between those shows. Mm, okay. Yeah, but uh. I had to I had to stop listening to his podcast because every time I listen, I'd be like, "Oh damn! Oh, I remember that! Oh, it make me want to watch the episode, which I have no time for." Oh well, that's you know? a, that's so, a good compliment. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I I listened to at least uh, at least four or five episodes, and I was like, "Fuck! I gotta rewatch these." Ah, Digimon are the champion. Oh god! Yeah. Spe- speaking of our uh, our Facebook commenters from our Jump Maniacs, we had another one. Uh, chime in recently asking us uh, if we wanted to review any iPhone games because they just gotten a new iPhone. Oh, and dude! I actually yeah, have. You a, got a couple? I do actually. Okay. I am playing the new Angry Birds Kart Racing game. Angry, oh, yeah, Birds, Angry Birds Go. Go. Now, of course, I didn't pay for it, so I've just got the uh, you know the the free download version of it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool. It's like a wooden soapbox derby car because you start by just pulling the car back and letting it go, kind of like how you play the Angry Bird games. Uh-huh. But you can, there's like an eight, uh, you can race against like an eight player race, like against a bunch of piggies and a couple other birds and stuff. And it's really about just going down and hitting shit. And, uh, you know, there's, there's obstacles in the way to slow you down. So you got to mm. like, you actually got to be pretty good at steering. You know, there's not a lot of obstacles in Mario Kart and stuff, but there's obstacles in these levels and stuff. And uh, you can uh, level up your cars based on how many gold coins you get. And mm. uh, there are special weapons, but you have to pay for them. Ah. They give you a couple free ones and stuff. So I'm liking the game. It's cool. If I would say anyone that really wants to play this, you probably should pay a little bit uh, to to fully experience the game. But if you want to yeah. be like me and just do the, the cheap part, yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, I like any racing game. So, you know, fucking beating those piggies. <laughs> <laughs> it's good Nothing times. Beats that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I... Pfft. 
man, you got to be careful when downloading an iPhone game. Well, when you pay for anything, because like I tried to download um, Might Magic Clash of Heroes on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and it won't download. I paid a buck, and it won't go. Like every time I try and download it, it gets about like a quarter there, and it's like, whoop, nope, sorry. So like I you don't I have enough restart. memory. I try to restart my my download maybe five six times and every time it's like you just wasted a dollar but congratulations. I'm wondering if you downloaded too much stuff and you got to clear some space. Oh yeah. Some of those games take up a lot of space, so you might have to clear some shit off. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, it was like a gig. Like so I probably... I I downloaded NBA Jam to my Kindle and that took up a lot of room. Cause I mean that's mm. a pretty big intense game to mm-hmm. to download, but uh. So yeah, you might just have to clear some space. All right, that's a good. That's a good tip. I wouldn't even thought about that. But you know I did, it. Did I, did I tell you I actually I actually spent ten dollars in an in-game purchase? Holy shit! That's like <laughs> ten more than anyone else listening. I know. Well, <laughs> well, all right. So I was playing Kiwi Dash a lot. Okay. Like a lot, a lot. And you know, um, in the game, there's in-app purchases, and you know, like I'm one of those hardcore gamers that's like, ah. Oh, Whatever you know, just give me the game for free. I don't want to buy your things, but it was a free game, and I'm playing the crap out of it. But I felt like you know, every time you play the game, you're collecting these kiwis, and the uh, the stat increases cost like a lot of kiwis, like thousands of kiwis. And if you're really good in the beginning of the game, you can get like 500 to a thousand kiwis <laughs> per race. Can I jump in for a second? Yes. So in Transformers Three, Shia LaBeouf and his supermodel girlfriend pull up to this military guard station it's at night so they shine their flashlights in on LaBeouf and the girlfriend and the one dude shines his flashlight right on the girl's tits <laughs> like she's she's like leaning down looking at him and he goes right for the cleavage and the flashlight just boom right on the titties <laughs> that's the most love, re- <laughs> I love Michael that's Bates that's the most realistic this. guard in the world <laughs> I know like these movies are not very good but damn there's some great TNA in there and oh just, god you gotta you gotta you gotta respect that it's like you've been you've been exploited, sister. Yeah, like these Transformers are not very good. Like I said, I would definitely if someone wants to send me all three DVDs, I'll I'll, I'll make a super I'll make a super cut of uh, all the best stuff, and it'll be fun. But uh, come, until come now, on, dude, they're, they're probably they're probably just on YouTube. You can probably just rip them off YouTube. Oh, that's too much work. You need to actually send me the DVD. It's quid pro quo. If someone wants to send me some DVDs, I will then edit these into something cool and put it back out there. You know, it's like. <laughs> Take a penny, give a penny. I hear that somewhat. Except it's, except that the pennies are free online. You just need to know where to look. I'm just saying, like, I'm not doing any work. If someone <laughs> gives me a DVD, I will rip it, and then I can edit that right there. I'm just... All right. I, I'm not interested in doing any extra work other than that, so... You know, the the trilogy is probably on DVD, or no, probably on Blu-ray, let's say, uh, for like 10 bucks at Walmart right now. You know what, though? My ripping software, I don't think I can rip Blu-rays right now. So if you're listening to this, only send regular DVDs right now. <laughs> like, I think I had a problem ripping on Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm not going to say why I was doing it, but I think I can only do regular DVDs at this point. Oh, wait. Did you did you use your Blu-ray player? No. Well, oh, no. Well, I mean, no. yeah, I do have a Blu-ray slot in here, but I think the the ripping software I have, I don't think it covers Blu-rays at this point. Ah, see, I I, I actually officially had to rip a Blu-ray for um for work uh-huh. so i could tell you the whole process if you're on a mac it's like you have to use handbrake to make a special file that's i'm like on a, i'm on a pc i'm on a pc ah uh, well then i can't help you yeah but like but like basically you have to use one program 
to be able to use another program to be able to use another program and no. then hope that your quality settings were yeah. good enough to last through no. like the three programs. I already lost interest. That's why I've said if someone just sends me a, a DVD, <laughs> regular DVD, I can rip it straight to my Avid and I can just start chopping it. All right, and, all right. Uh, you know, I'll 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 put in a little bit of time and effort on a couple weekends, and then I'll uh I'll put a I'll put out the uh, the Eric cut for our Jump Maniacs to watch, and uh, you know, <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like fifteen seconds of just like TNA, just boom, 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 boom. Oh, I already have some good ideas for it. I, I legitimately <laughs> think if I had all three Transformers movies, I could cut together a fun little uh, fun little movie. The only thing that'd be a little jarring is just the soundtrack, you know, because the soundtrack would be doing one thing, and then when you make your next cut, it jumps to something else, you know. So that would be a little bit jarring, but who fucking cares? Yeah. All right. So so quick follow up, Kiwi okay. Dash. I spent ten dollars because I'm just like you know I, I like I have played this game enough that like if this was a DS game I've thrown like ten fifteen dollars on DS games that were that sucked uh-huh. you know that I was like you know just take a chance like I'm at Magfest like like you know pawing through this giant bin of like crummy DS games that nobody cared about and I was like oh Lady Sif I've never heard of this one oh ten dollars yeah sure why not I'll just throw plunk it down hardcore gamers don't have a problem with that. Right. You know, it's it's these it's the new way that all the dinosaurs are like, What? But it doesn't come with it. You have to pay for it later. Even though it's a free game, you can't spend ten dollars after the fact. Well, do so, you do you pay for comics? Yes and no. no. Not really, right? Uh no, that's no, uh if I'm really into something, if yeah. if um I like I go I go back and forth. Yeah. Like I'll int- I'll I'll learn about something and I'll read like a few issues for uh, something on like online. Like I've talked about like 4chan slash co. Great mm-hmm. place to uh, to learn about a comic that you would have never read before in your life to get oh. you started. But I still buy comics on the side. Okay, well, that's cool. I don't I don't have a Kindle, but that's the next thing. I'm looking at my freaking gigantic uh, bookcase, thinking like I could get rid of all of this crap and just get a Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the next thing. Anyway. In at purchase, ten dollars bought like a hundred and ten dollars worth of kiwis, basically, which is like I don't know, like a hundred thousand kiwis. Mm-hmm. And basically, just like use that to increase uh, your base stats for every character that you can possibly get. So you're not like the whole thing is like you're 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 jumping, and every time that you use a double jump, you lose stamina, and every time that you dash, you lose stamina. So you want to like increase your stamina bar that's like number one and then there's other like power-ups you can get you can increase the duration of ah uh, see my stamina duration bar can go all night long (laughs) it never runs out well you you start out like like the nerd in any teen comedy where like you jizz in your pants before anything happens Hmm. so you want to you want to build that up pretty quick so i did and now i'm just like wow now i can focus on other things like, instead of worrying about my stamina bar running out all the time, which it does, which means you can't dash or double jump, which means you're screwed, now I can just concentrate on, like, platforming, you know, yeah. and, like, getting as many, killing as many uh, cats as I can with, like, the dash, and, like, they have daily and weekly and monthly challenges. It's a lot of fun. I was like, all right, I, I feel pretty good about that $10 that I spent. End of story. Oh, all right. And it's just $10. I mean, like... People can drop like a hundred dollars on Candy Crush like it's nothing. Yeah. Like it's nothing. And I feel like I feel gypped about that dollar that it's so I'm gonna go back on and delete a couple games I haven't played and try it again. Yeah. But like ten dollars for a game that like 
I love the hell out of this game. It's just great. It's just like any time that I'm bored and on the subway, I'm like, I would rather play this like quick casual game than fire up my DS and grind through like another hour or two of like meaningless uh, RPG battles in a JRPG. Right. Yeah, I hear that. That that's the state of gaming right now. Yeah. Anyway. By the way, it's February now. Countdown to RoboCop. When's that? Fucking February twelfth, baby. Alright. I want a full review. Oh, you will be getting one. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I will be going the weekend that Robocop comes out and it's all I'm gonna talk about that podcast episode. Sure. Well I just dude, I I just rewatched the ten minute Robocop rap. So good. Ah, it's great. And, like, you don't even have to watch the movie. It gives you all the best parts. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I'll probably go see it the Saturday, February 15th, and then we can record on the 16th, and I'm going to talk all about it. Awesome. I look forward to that. I'm seeing new posters and stills, and, like, you know, under the right lighting, let's say, new Robocop looks pretty cool. He does look cool, and he starts off as old Robocop. Really? Yeah, check a couple of the trailers. They'll show a couple of flashes. He starts out in basically the classic gray costume. Okay. So he's oh he's old Robocop for part of it, and then they upgrade him. I'm telling you, it looks good. Okay. I'm a little worried because it's PG-13, so there's not as much uh, violence. Mm-hmm. But I'm still I'm feeling pretty positive about this. There's there's an interview with the director like two years ago where he says where he says straight out that RoboCop at PG-13 would be a terrible mistake. Yeah. So it must have been, like, the studio or some or somebody with money, like the higher-ups or somebody must have told them, yo, you got to cut the violence out of it so we can uh, sell it more to teens. Well, I know in the, in the trailer, like, he becomes RoboCop because they bomb his car. Mm-hmm. So rather than just getting, like, gunned down by 12 thugs where they blow off his hand and put a huge hole in his head and stuff he just gets blown up by a car so i mean we have to take a couple liberties like that maybe it won't be too bad that they cut down on the violence but we'll see well i'll see in a couple yeah. of weeks for sure i wonder so. if they shot more and they cut it out i mean that would be cool if they did an unrated cut that actually brought it up to r instead of just being like you know mm. hey we added that one scene that is totally pointless and we said unrated on the cover yeah, that's true. I would, you know, an unrated DVD version would probably happen, I imagine. I hope so. So, Robocop, so, two weeks. Here's another Thunder Dump straight off the Facebook page. Uh, longtime listener, Casper Fan Rasmussen. One of my interns. Oh, very cool. Oh, one of your yeah. minions. Yeah, along with Victor, and I think Zach is the other one. Cool. He posted. Disney is reviving Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Or at least Chippendale. At least Chippendale. Well, I mean, I guess it works because we already saw the Chipmunks, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Right. Be in the real world. So, I mean, it's not much of a stretch that they'd have the, their two, Disney's two Chipmunks doing it. Exactly. And and this summer, or this fall, I guess, we're going to see Rocket Raccoon. I feel like the small mammals are where it's at. Well, you know, the Smurfs have put out two big movies, too. True. This whole cartoon in a live-action world. So we'll kind of see. I mean, little kids love the Smurfs, and little kids love the Chipmunk movies. They came out with three Chipmunk movies. So Rescue Rangers, you know, it was a quality cartoon, but will we enjoy it set in a real-world setting? Right. Well, you know, I feel like 
They've they've rebooted Mickey so many times. He's like Frankenstein. And you can't tell which version is real. Mm. Uh, but like they haven't messed with Chip and Dale since Rescue Rangers. That was the last incarnation, and that was you know twenty years ago. Yeah. So it's it's time, baby. Now who's the uh, who's the slutty mouse that helps them? <laughs> the is it get, is it gadget? Or Gidget, or... What? She's not... Dude, she's like the nerdy, conservatively dressed genius mouse. Those oh, maybe it's because... I would use to, Maybe to it's because I saw a cosplay picture, and they had some <laughs> sweet cleavage in the cosplay picture, so I remember I just kind of, like, retconned the fact that she was a slut in the cartoon. <laughs> now, you're thinking, you're thinking of uh, the mink from Tiny Toons. No, no, it? like, I am thinking about... Who I'm talking about? I just remember someone in cosplay made made her sexy. So I just wonder if that person will just be a human that helps build them stuff. Like uh, if I don't and, know. And who was the fat? Well, you know, uh, it's like fat you know, mouse. Yeah, uh, named after a cheese, which I didn't know he was yeah. named after a cheese until way later. I wonder if those two will be like human versions of that, and then I wonder if they'll add the little fucking uh, dragon, like, the, the, the fly, uh, the firefly, or whatever he was. I mean, I'm open for anything, and I'm also open to ignore them, like I did the Chipmunk movies. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those Chipmunk movies, so... Nah, whatever. I saw the yeah. trailers. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, was it. I'm like, done. No more. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're not for us, but... Yeah. But, uh, you know, we loved the Chipmunks when we were kids, though, so we can't, you know, we can't make fun of them. Yeah, we can. It was weird. The Chipmunk, the chipmunk especially the Chipmunk movie, I have such mix, mixed feelings about that. I mean, we've brought it up on numerous podcasts. We could probably just do one whole podcast episode about it. We, True. you, you love the Chipmunk movie, and I enjoyed it. It was you like loved it more than I did. I mean, you watched I, the shit out of it. It was weird. It was. It's like a bug zapper that like drew yeah. you in, but it was like, but it was like, there was all these crazy like stressful adult situations. I mean, the Chipettes yeah. get well, like prob- turned into sex slaves. Yeah. Well, we sure did bring up sex slaves a lot in this episode. But anyways, <laughs> that's a whole other topic because we're already right. past an hour here. So, All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Like I'm going to do every time before I get it on in Endor. <laughs> <laughs> what, if you just get like one pregnant, you'd be like, all right, go to the other moon of Endor. Have your, <laughs> yeah, have your baby. That's true. Go visit your sister. <laughs> uh, down to 16. That's why you got to have 17. It's true. See, there you go. It's like it takes a village. You know, a couple of the clones get pregnant. The other clones are just going to, like, take care of them. That's true. Because they'd be like, oh, he looks just like me. It's like me and Eric had a baby. I'll just send him to Tatooine to stay with my uh, aunt and uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you go there. Go go fucking moisture farm on a planet with no moisture. That's oh, what I'm going to do. It's like I'm going to fucking be a, you know... I'm gonna go to fucking Africa to like look for icebergs to turn into water. Hey man, like why, they were why, doing... the, why the fuck are you a moisture farmer in a desert planet? Cause man, cause they need moisture. So you know that could be like a real thing if you're sucking water out of the Earth's core or whatever. Then you know you could sell that to Jabba the Hut for like a buck fifty. You know what? If I ever run out of money for selling out the Rebel Alliance, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take nice sparkling <laughs> water from a different planet and i'm gonna maybe camino because camino is like all water and i'm mm. gonna i'm gonna go to tatooine and sell it for a ton of money i'm gonna undercut all those moisture farmers <laughs> dude th- dude dude this wait wait this actually happened i'll call it that, evian <laughs> this th- what you just described was an actual plot 
from an episode of SWAT Cats, The Radical Squadron. Oh, my God. We're talking season two where they upgraded the animation. They're like, they're like, all right, enough of this American Hanna-Barbera BS. We need to, like, jump ship to Korea or at least Japan. And, yeah, it was these, these, uh, these aliens come over in this gigantic ship that's way too high for any of the SWAT Cats or the regular police to reach. And they start sucking all the water out of the world. And the SWAT Cats make it there and they find that uh, the ship actually belongs to this, these imprisoned aliens who are from a water planet who thought that these space pirates were cool, so they welcomed them in, and then the space pirates took over, and they go from world to world sucking out their water and then selling it to, like, desert people. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? Now that Hoth has been wiped out from the Rebels, I'm going to go get natural ice from Hoth and fucking sell it to Tatooine. <laughs> like, yo, you want some ice cubes? Boom, got it for you. Hey, yo, you want some water that came straight from the ice planet of Hoth? Here you are, sir. <laughs> I'm going to make a killing. So I'm going to do that. And then also, because I've, I've married the Queen of Naboo, I mean, obviously she had to abdicate the throne, but check this out. Picture the King of the Gungans. What was his name? Boss Nass? Yes. Okay. Boss Nass, picture what he looks like as a baby. Ew. Wouldn't you say Boss Nass as a baby is the same kind of like little frog tadpole creature that Jabba the Hutt pulls out of his little snack bowl in his Ugh. palace in Return of the Jedi? Ew. Do you probably. think you, you think Jabba eats tadpole gungans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. Already you've gone way cooler than any of the prequels. <laughs> I just rocked your world. Jabba the Hutt eats tadpole gungans. <laughs> Damn. He fucking does. He just reaches into that little bowl and pulls them out. And they're like, ah, ah, me so scared. Ah, he just fucking <laughs> eats them. So Tadpole so Gungans is a delicacy on Tatooine. So, wait, so, so, so every time that a Gungan jerks off into a shower on, on Naboo, the drain system goes down and they develop and, like, plop out in Jabba's palace. It's just a delicacy. Like, Jabba's got someone selling it. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll do that. I'll go to Naboo. I'll go to the swamps. There'll be a bunch of, like, eggs all smushed all together. <laughs> I'll just scoop them up and sell them to Jabba, man. You know, he'll go. eat them shits. I mean, so, package it. I mean, like, gummy gungans. I think, in a way, we can kind of retroactively say that Jabba the Hutt was eating Jar Jar's children. That's nuts, man. In Return of the Jedi. I mean, good, maybe? I don't know I how I feel about that. I just rocked your world. That's crazy. I'm surprised that George Lucas didn't add some Gungan language. Like, seriously, <laughs> go back to Return of the Jedi. He added Darth Vader going, no, which was Ugh. terrible. Maybe he could he could add some voices to those little tadpole things. Like, Misa, no, scared. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, right, right. When, where does he say no? Because it was really bad. He says no when Darth Vader saves uh, Luke from the Emperor and like picks like he sees like no when the Emperor is lightning uh, Luke and he picks up the Emperor and it's like why That's the fuck right. did you add that are you fucking kidding me it was bad enough it was in the prequel and you you added it to Return of the Jedi you jerk and it wasn't just any no it was the James Earl Jones no yeah. it was the same one it was like are you serious dude God are you serious thank God he doesn't own Star Wars anymore. Oh, what a waste. Yeah, but anyways, I'm pretty sure Disney will release the original trilogy unedited on Blu-ray at some point, and I'll just get those. So Un- Until they do, uh, the pirates are keeping the original files alive. Yeah. And they're out, they're out there. The unedited original versions, decent copies too, are floating around the internet for you to download and enjoy. 
Well, I was about to say, our dad has them on VHS. <laughs> They're better than VHS because so. you don't need a CRT TV <laughs> and a VHS player to uh, play your magnetized tapes. Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Well, I got to go. You can listen to us uh, at your own leisure on RetroWare TV, Elder Geek, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, RageQuitCast.com. That's our right. Facebook, and JumpmanPodcast.com. We're yes. all over the place. So we're weekly video game slash comic slash whatever podcast. Microtransactions oh, oh, already evil. Oh, Whoa. One last Transformers. She's wearing a short skirt again. Oh, God. Oh, she's having a fight with LaBeouf. Oh, man, they're just showing fucking close-ups. Oh, there we go. There we go. Get into the car. <laughs> we got a full shot here. LaBeouf! Don't fucking stop her, LaBeouf! Damn it, we're back to close-ups. I just had oh, him shoulders here. God damn it. Get in the car. Do the upskirt shot. Come here. Stop fighting with LaBeouf. He ain't worth it. We all know. All right. Oh, he's going right, to headbutt you. He's going to headbutt you. Oh, the Transformers are coming. Get in the car. <laughs> I've, I saw this one time, but I don't remember every all detail the, there. All the TNA. I just remember he kills Starscream like a bitch, and I was so upset by it. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, what are you going to do? And that's why I won't watch those movies. All right, good night. All right, bye. Jump man, engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. Shall fall.